the H1B guy here, and today, the H1B guy news for the week ending January 7th, 2022. Today I'll cover, I was quoted in Politico magazine, possible H1B reform for 2022, and H1B lottery for fiscal year 2023 is on deck. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you, if you haven't already, to please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues in the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how and you can book an appointment directly with me via the h1bguy.com. Today's news is brought to you by Syndesis and Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain, and by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. Now, the news. Well, today marks the first H-1B Guy news for 2022 and wanted to backtrack to an article that was written back in December uh, 19th of 2021 by Rika Sharma Rani for Politico magazine titled Biden's H-1B Conundrum. Quote, Robert Bouchard, who worked for years as a recruiter at IT staffing firms and now consults and podcasts under the name The H-1B Guy, said that he regularly came across resumes that exaggerated or fabricated an H-1B worker's skills. Often, H-1B visa workers move through a chain of staffing firms before being contracted out to a specific company. I'd say one out of four resumes that you get from these third-party companies is real, he said. Another recruiter I spoke with who works for a large staffing firm but did not want to be identified talking about company business echoed Bouchard's experience. The majority of the resumes I see are bogus, he said. This piece was months in the making as I initially spoke with Rika back in April as she was beginning to interview sources for the article. I stand by what I said, and I can confidently say that the majority of talent acquisition and staffing professionals that I know would also echo my sentiments. One thing that was noticeably absent from my interview in the article were my comments about the root cause of the issue. It all comes back to the 7% per country quota on employment-based green cards. When 90% of all H-1Bs are issued primarily to two countries, China and India, and you couple that with the per-country quota, it creates a huge opportunity for third-party consultancies to financially capitalize. In order to do so, the appearance of a senior resource is one of the key schemes utilized to maintain work authorization, i.e. keep the consultants billing. I do want to clarify, though, that I'm not saying all third-party sub-vendors are frauds, but in my experience, H-1B resumes that are provided from untrusted sources have a very high probability of being fabricated. I also want to clarify that this is a very small percentage of the overall H-1B workforce. On January 3rd, 
2022, written by Stuart Anderson for Forbes in an article that was widely circulated titled The Outlook on H-1B Visas and Immigration in 2022. I want to cover some of the proposed reform that could potentially happen for the H-1B visa in 2022. Quote, the Department of Homeland Security plans to publish a regulation on modernizing H-1B requirements and oversight and providing flexibility in the F-1 program. Another rule that may invite litigation proposes to amend and clarify the regulations to specify the 9-11 response fees will apply to all H-1B and L-1 extension petitioners. A Department of Labor rule that could result in higher required minimum wages for H-1B visa holders and employment-based immigrants remains on the Biden administration's regulatory agenda. The Biden administration requested information from the public on improving the DOL wage system. It is unknown whether the administration intends to make the system more accurate or if DOL officials who want to follow the Trump administration's path by requiring employers to pay H-1B visa holders and employment-based immigrants well above the market wage to price them out of the U.S. labor market. At least three fee rules are expected in 2022. A USCIS fee schedule rule will likely result in the agency raising various fees, though likely not to the extent the Trump administration attempted. A second rule would implement legislation allowing USCIS to offer premium processing for Form I-539 to change or extend status, including for FJ and M visas and EHLOP and R dependents. According to a Federal Register notice published on December 29, 2021, the State Department has proposed a rule to increase fees for workers, travelers, international students, and exchange visitors in 2022. The visa fee will increase from $190 to $310 for all petition-based NIVs, non-immigrant visas related to employment in the United States. After a whole lot of nothing from the Biden administration in regards to H-1B reform in year one, I personally don't expect very much to be different from them in year two. I really thought the aforementioned wage increases were going to be implemented in 2021. Based on this information, it appears that it is still a possibility uh, that we could see H-1B wage increases in 2022. I'm not going to hold my breath, though. Personally, the least surprising of the potential H-1B changes for 2022 are the proposed fee increases. It seems like it's been almost a year and a half since those last fee increases, uh, and really, as they mentioned, to the level of, of Trump's increases. Uh, but USCIS is a, is a fee-funded organization. And it's gone through a well-publicized budget crisis. I can't think of an easier way for them to increase their revenues than by simply increasing their fees. This will trickle down not only to employers, but to the beneficiaries themselves. On January 5th, 2022, written by Roxine Levine for Tartar, Krinsky, and Drogan, titled H-1B cap filing season is just around the corner. A refresher on the H-1B process, January 2022. 
quote, in January of 2020, USCIS introduced an H-1B pre-registration period from March 1st to March 20th of 2020. The program was a success, and again in 2021, USCIS utilized the H-1B pre-registration process for March 2020 H-1B submissions, receiving approximately 270,000 petitions for the treasured 85,000 spots in the first year and over 300,000 petitions in 2021. For the program is highly competitive. For this reason, preparing well in advance for the time frame for pre-registration is a must. To date, USCIS has yet to announce the March 2020 filing time frame. The H-1B filing pre-registration period allows employers to register their individual H-1B submissions online with one select foreign national applicant. Multiple filings by the same employer for one foreign national will result in disqualification of the submission. It is important to note that more than one employer may file an H-1B for one foreign national. It's getting closer. If my calculations are correct, Monday, March 7th, 2022 will be the first day of the electronic filing period for fiscal year 2023 and closing on Friday, March 25th of 2022. As I've discussed many times how the electronic filing and random selection process has completely changed the game for the H-1B lottery. So much so that almost 600,000 electronic applications were submitted by employers in the last two lotteries, eventually leading USCIS to hold two random selections for fiscal year 2021 and three so far for fiscal year 2022 with the possibility of a fourth remaining. I fully expect another 300,000 plus electronic applicants for fiscal year 2023 Will you be one of them competing against 25% odds? For the full post on the H-1B Guy News for the week ending January 7th, 2022, please check out the h1bguy.com. And a reminder that today's news was brought to you by Syndesis and Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Syndesis and Path to Canada are your answers. To find out if you qualify, please be sure to use the link in the video description below and someone from Syndesis or Path to Canada will gladly walk you through the process. And also by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. If you're looking to reduce your cost and overhead associated with PERM labor certification recruitment advertising, let PERM-ads.com help you. Just wanted to ask you again to please like this video, subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube, and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel. If you've made it this far, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to watch my video. I really appreciate your support. The H-1B Guy, your global source for all things H-1B.